Boop. What's happening? Click that. Do that. What's happening, buddy? Welcome to the Sunday morning hangover. Yeah, not exactly morning today. And uh, but I still want to do um do one do a stream this uh, Sunday. I guess you could say. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, uh, the main reason was just not wanting to get out of bed. You ever just have one of those mornings where it's just like, eh, don't feel like getting up, and you kind of drift in and out. Like I probably woke up. I woke up at uh, I woke up at like eight forty-five, and then just kind of say laid there, fell back to sleep. Woke up at about ten, looked at my phone, checked some things, and just kind of laid there. Went back to sleep. It was just one of those mornings, guys. And then I was like, I better get up. Let's just get up. Ah, anyways, uh, looks like Zach is going doing the aliens meme from. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> aliens. I know. I caught it just right. Like. I was because uh, that video that the Vanity Fair video, I was kind of just like uh, scrubbing through it, uh, which if you haven't watched the video yet, uh, well, we're going to talk about it. I'm not going to go over the whole thing. I thought about just doing like the whole thing, but I'm not sure. That's just a long video. It's like 16 minutes, I think, or something like that. We'll go over portions of it. But yeah, he kind of looks like I caught him. And that's just right. My right moment. It's going on. I'm a Tia. Uh, you should watch Justice Society. Well, you know, I haven't watched that yet. Yeah, I should. It's going on, Jason. Just a lazy... So yeah, that's exactly what it was. You know, like I said, yesterday, yesterday, uh, last night, I went, you know, went to Palm Springs for my friend's birthday. Ended up not staying out there, which I wasn't sure if that was going to be the case. And then, you know, it just got to a point where it was like, all right, it's kind of winding down, you know. I, uh, you know, I, I didn't drink that much. So I was like, I'm just going to head home. And uh, talk some Batman. Talk some Batman animated series is what we did last night. So, um, but then, yeah, then I just was up. Yeah, I was up pretty late last night, just watching some things, catching up on things. And then, whew. Oh, make me one, too. I'll take a slice. What's going on, Ajit? How you doing? Jose? Your interest scared me. <laughs> yeah, you got to remember, that's how I wake you guys up on Sunday. I put that that intro in. So, yeah, and it's cool. Is he? Uh, I hope so. Uh, we talked about it. Uh, we talked about it probably about a week and a half ago, but he's been so busy. So who knows when exactly? It's funny too because we had this plan. Because every time, anytime that I have like somebody from his uh, from his movies, whether it's Justice League or Arm of the Dead, I'm all, I always let him know just in case he wants to pop in and. Sadly, it's only happened with the Ray Porter one, in which that was fantastic. And I've always been wanting to do that again. So anytime I've had anybody else, I'm like, hey, man, I got so-and-so. And, -so. and uh, he wanted to really, he wanted to show up for Junkie, Junkie XL. Um, but I remember we, we talked about, uh, it was his birthday weekend, so he couldn't do it. He really wanted to show up when Sam Wynn was on and surprise her. So, yeah, he, so, um, and, uh, and then I'm hopefully going to, I'm trying to get, you know, maybe some still trying to get some people from the main cast of Army of the Dead. And uh, so, but anyways, um, he's just been really busy. So we'll see if he, uh, we get him on there and stuff. So, yeah, we'll see. Good. Enjoy yourself. Definitely enjoy yourself. I haven't even checked out box office or anything. I know they already released some numbers and stuff. And so I'll have to check that out and do like a video later. But uh, hopefully you guys are watching it. I'm trying to get, trying to get, trying to get those guys on, but. And I've gotten in touch with uh, Batista's people, but it's just this whole thing about Netflix and how they do their press stuff. So I'm just trying to trying to see uh, trying to see how I can get around that. And I know with some people like Samantha Wynn, she's not you. You could just connect, you know, get in touch with her people directly, and it's no big deal. So, but we'll see what happens. Hopefully, but yes, I got my coffee mug, my Exclusivo coffee mug, of course. If you want to get yourself an Exclusivo coffee mug or get some other merchandise, check out the uh, Film Junkie closet down below. Um, I'm finally going to rearrange the closet, I should say. And uh, so you patrons, I'm going to actually, the patrons, I'm going to give you early access to possibly get the new shirts. I got four new shirts that are going to be popped in there. and I'm going to put them at a Patreon discount price. I'm going to give you a discount code. So if you're a patron or want to be uh, a patron, go ahead and uh, uh, do the uh, the $3 to $6 tier. Uh, the $1 is like just one of those, hey, you know, to help the pirate ship kind of thing. But then again, maybe I will do No, I'll do that too. What am I saying? No, I'll, yeah, everybody, everybody on the Patreon. Yeah, all the pay tiers. Yeah. 
Uh, I should do that. Yeah. So I'm going to give you guys a discount code for the new ones. I would love to get Jeremy Johns too. I know I got to get a contact to them, but I have an idea of like who I want to get on next week, especially, I mean, you know, obviously I want Zach to get, become, to come on here, but we'll see what happens with that. So we'll see. Just everything's like in motion. Enough with the numbers. <laughs> uh, exclusives. Yeah. When Ajit said, thanks for showing up to the vodka stream, even though we didn't see your pretty face, but, um, so do all that if you want to do that. Yeah, that's right. So I, I got to say, <laughs> I, know that, I know I was like, wait, does that even say like make sense? Save money. Got to spend money to save money. I know it's really, it's how, that's how you do it. I know you get exclusive, uh, you get exclusive uh, uh, shirts and stuff like that at a discounted price, but <laughs> become a member, right? Uh, and, and if you want to become just a member of film, uh, film junkie, I mean, that's where I do all the post-show vlogs and uh, other little videos. So, <laughs> what's going on, Sam? We have Benjamin Fritz. We had Mr. Sun Ascended Ancient. How you guys doing? Hopefully, you guys are having a good time. Um, let's go to the let's go to see. So let's look at some tweets before we uh, dive into some uh, Zack Snyder and uh, Henry Cavill too. We'll talk about Henry Cavill's nice long message too. <laughs> he was just like, "I have had enough of your shit." So I'm gonna go ahead and um. We'll we'll talk about his uh, his uh, Instagram post. I think it was Instagram, right? So, anyways, um, all right. So let's. Burp, 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 burp. All right. So let's do this. All right. So let's see what's happening. Well, we got a woodpecker just going at it. And uh, hey, you know when you know when you're in the zone and you just can't stop and you don't realize like hey. You're just not going to stop. And that's what this little guy's doing. He's like, hey, fuck this. I'm just going to tear it. I'm just going to tear this tree up. Leave me alone. I'm on a good one. Uh, and then, of course, Zach talking about the dream. Uh, did I hit the audio? I don't think I hit the audio. Hold on a sec. I always forget to hit the audio when I share the page. Yeah, share that. So this is him talking about the uh, dream lens with um, with uh, Mr. O'Connell. So, And I love that dream lens. Ah. Where's the, okay, there you Where go. You go from Zoom to blur, the way you blurred your background? Yeah, um, the, the lenses were these, um, they're these Canon dream lenses that were built in the 60s, consumer lenses. They open to like a 0.95, so really thin depth of field. That's what sort of creates that thin kind of, you know, and dream-like, how to focus, how to focus. And the cameras were, um, they were uh, red monstros. Uh, Jared Land gave them to me. They're uh, from Red Camera. Incredible cameras. Uh, I'm going to use them again whenever I can. I like what he uh, says at really, the end. It's really amazing. So yeah, sophisticated right and with this weird combination of super high tech and super low tech. You yeah. know, that feels like uh, my wheelhouse. Taking the most high tech thing and like you know getting it dirty. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's all about. Super high tech, super low tech. I like that. I like how he explained it right there. You don't realize that those lenses have been around forever, and uh, to try to take those lenses and put in a new technology, I mean, cr really created like an atmosphere and aesthetic. And uh, yes, guys, here's the uh, here's a video that has been going around that a lot of us are kind of going, "Oh shit, what could have been?" It's right, really why I labeled it "What could have been," and it's this video right here, this interview right here, where uh, he talks about a certain thing that would happen in Justice League Two. 100% you would get uh, <laughs> some kind of probably female fairies like landing on Themyscira and some sort of crazy giant. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't wait now. <laughs> All sorts of, uh, yeah, I, I, I would really, I mean, the, the apocalyptic inv invasion that's coming, that the dark side is like ready the armada, he's loading mm. up all of, his, all of his cats and they're coming. So it would be pretty much the entire horde of new gods landing on earth. And um, that's why you need like the the lanterns and that's why you need everybody to join together to, uh, you know, to, to fight to, to fight against. Cause that's a pretty formidable uh, war that you're about to get into. Ouchies, ouchie. Oh, the pain, the pain. Like you said, Jose. So basically, yeah, a sequence where the female furies are uh, show up the Themyscira and there's a big, huge battle. I mean, like the biggest cat fight in the world. <laughs> he was gonna kill us. Zing! Oh man, I just got canceled for that one. No, but uh, yeah, can you imagine that 
that, I mean, that's, that's an entire act. That'd be an entire act or I don't know, that'd be entire portion of the movie. I don't know, but that's just, that would be absolutely insane. Now it would just be, it'd be like a good chunk, just for, probably like the history lesson, probably a little longer, but man, female furies against the Themyscirian. Oh man. The Amazons just so good, man. That'd be so good. So that's a little portion. See, that's probably on that whiteboard that we have not seen, guys. Remember? I mean, we talk about what was seen on the whiteboards or what that wasn't really there, that wasn't there wasn't a sequence on, on the whiteboards that we did see that had that. Right. I don't think it did. I have to go back, um, but I don't think so. But yeah, that's just that would have been something just pretty awesome. So we're all kind of moaning and groaning that we didn't get that. And then I need this. I want this. Uh, I want the grappling, the grappling launcher replica. I need to get this. I want this from Batman, the animated series. Please, God, I want that. That's awesome. Especially after talking a lot of Batman, the animated series. And then we got Why Not Stuff doing a, a Snyder zombie, tiger zombie kind of thing. So that's pretty awesome. Love that. Uh, and then Detrinti, Detrinti. Just nailing it again with William, T, uh, with William Wayne T. Carr as uh, John Stewart. Look at that, so beautiful, so freaking beautiful right there. So nailed it yet again, and everybody's been tweeting it at Wayne T. Carr. So hopefully he's enjoying that. Hopefully you guys checked out the uh, the episode last night of uh, Batman the Animated Series. We talked about the last laugh. And uh, I'll be putting it up uh, on all the streaming services like the. Um, um, the different, you know, Spotify and all that stuff, which everything's going up on Spotify. I need a, I need a, I need a, it's not all together yet because it takes a little bit to process, but soon everything live is just, and I've told you guys everything live, um, mostly everything live is just going to go in, you know, in audio form, just in case you just want to listen to it as opposed to seeing my pretty face. And then this was nice of Chelsea Edmondson who uh, said the pleasure was all mine. Thanks for having me. You're so cool. You're so cool. You're so cool. Apparently she thinks I'm cool. Sounds cool. But yeah, she was a, she was a delight. And I love the fact that uh, there's like a lot of images of uh, her and uh, the, uh, you know, that, she, that was posted of her and uh, her, the groom, I guess you could say that got the nice little gift that started the apocalypse. So that was cool. And then uh, it says army of the dead right here. It says that Netflix will produce a 30 minute documentary about the making of army of the dead. So that's badass. How freaking, how freaking, I mean, I swear to God, every time there's like different images of like Debbie and Zach, I'm like, all right, did you guys just DH again another 20 years? I mean, I don't know. What, what the hell? <laughs> See, it's just like, all of a sudden it's like, wait, you guys are younger again. Oh, how did you guys do that? And this was pretty funny. So uh, uh, Venom Hernandez did this uh, video right here. <laughs> I'm not even sure what I was doing in that in that right there. Something about shooting something into my veins. But uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Nice little video. Uh, this is pretty funny, too, because they did like a, uh, um, uh, I think it was... Um, Army of the Dead, Army of the Army, uh, Full House, like Army of the something like Full House Army or something like that. And they did these little intros that was pretty good. So that was Zach's intro right there. It was pretty funny. And then look at this cake. I don't I mean, that's a cake. <laughs> it looks so gross, but looks so damn good because it's chocolate and chocolate. So I'm like all about that. That's freaking awesome right there. So awesome. Injecting the China white. <laughs> there it is. Here, these were the images that she was posting so yeah that's right she was wearing fishnets she was looking all good and stuff then this guy i mean <laughs> balding and whatever like, uh but you know hey there's the there's who started the apocalypse right there we are i mean and no spoilers the first 15 minutes are out there so hopefully uh, everybody gets to see it soon and then uh this is a good shot of batista and snyder just to look, just to give you a sense of how huge freaking dave batista is uh, I wonder what kind of watch Snyder's wearing. I'm, I'm assuming that's probably a Rolex. I don't know. You know me. I love watches. So I'm just kind of like, what kind of watch is that? Submariner. Submariner. Um, I love this shot. The Grey Ghost. Can't wait to get. I can't wait to talk uh, with Scott about the Grey Ghost shot. And of course, hopefully, you guys saw my spoiler-free, spoiler-free review that I posted. I think yesterday. If no, I posted that Friday. I'll be posting my spoiler review. I think I'm going to do that tonight. Maybe I'll post it tomorrow morning. So we'll see what happens with that. And uh, it's about time that somebody, some, all of a sudden some people were uh, posting, obviously, Nightmare Batman right here. 
And then this right here was pretty cool from Mr. Aaron Bailey. I like that. <laughs> cool little concept art. That's right. This is funny and scary. Look at that. There's the Superman we want. That's my Superman. Happy and fat. That's what I'm talking about. And then uh, Bat Mr. Justice Max, I should say now, did a Wayne T. Carr drawing as well. Looks awesome. Love that. And uh, Alex, of course, showing that he was uh, got some Woodford Reserve for watching that. And then some more concept art from Reza. A lot of people doing concept art on what, you know, just because we can't really see. And then I swear to the guy, this face app <laughs> cracks me up all the time. Good stuff. And Harry Lennox talking about that. Some more concept art from uh, Lokish. Lokesh doing some more Wayne T. Carr stuff right there. So really cool. And see, and this is what I, this is what you love to see right there. It's a director just with a camera on his shoulder, just doing the whole thing right there. It's pretty awesome. You got to love it. And I can't get over, I can't get over this, man. I mean, look at the, the Lily James, man. My God, it's just, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Wasn't there more? Didn't I tweet out more? I think I swear, maybe they removed the, oh, I think they removed the images maybe or something. I don't know. I thought there was more, Im there's more images and, and, and tell you what images when it comes to seeing Lily James as Pamela Anderson, I tell you what. So good stuff right there. All right. So we got all that. So let's talk about first about Henry Cavill. Um, Henry Cavill just said, you know what? I'm tired of it. I'm tired of, uh, what's going on. And yeah, it just shows you too, that Twitter is not the only, uh, cesspool of, uh, shittiness. <laughs> it's all over the place. So he tweeted this right here or not tweeted, posted on Instagram. I think it was Instagram or was, I think it was, yeah, it's definitely Instagram. I don't know if he posted it on, um, Facebook as well, but it says, dear fans and followers, I wanted to make a, we make a, we we community uh, announcement. I couldn't help but notice that there has been some social animosity of late. It's becoming increasingly prevalent on my feed. That has that there has been lots of let's call it speculation for for now about my private life and my professional partnerships. Now, while I do appreciate the while I do appreciate the passion and support by those very uh, people who are speculating. It was. It has come to such a point that I needed to say something, which in in itself is a bad thing. We are living in an age of social enlightenment. More and more people are realizing that their views may have been blinkered and that they need to expand them to encompass others. So you, so to you out there who are expressing your disdain and showing your displeasure through a surprising variety of ways, it's time to stop. I know it can be fun to speculate, to gossip, and to dive into our personal echo chambers on the internet, but your passion, passion is misplaced and it causes harm to people I care about the most, or I care about most. Even uh, your more conservative of negative, of negative assumptions about both my personal and professional life just aren't true. Let's embrace this age of social enlightenment together and move forward with positivity. I am very happy in love and in life. I'd uh, be enormously grateful if you were happy with me. If you can't bring yourself to be happy with me, then at the very least, try to, to do yourself proud and be the best version of yourself. Say it. Say it. Grace said that Henry was gay. Did she really? <laughs> I thought that, yeah, wasn't that going around for a bit there? Um, yeah. I, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. He's had he's had some pretty uh I mean, he's you know, we we've seen who he's been with. He's been with Gina Carano, he's been with Kelly Cuoco, man. Ah. Yeah, man. Ke Kelly Cuoco, man. So, yeah, so basically, you know, what what can he say? I mean, a lot of uh I mean, he is talking about professional too. So, he, he is probably it's not just I'm I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, female fans of his out there that were kind of showing the distaste, you know how I, that's, that's, that's a weird thing when it comes to, when it comes to the difference between guys and girls and social media and how they approach things like, you know, guys will, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's not the same because, you know, when it's like, say a female, you know, a female celebrity's crush that you have, when you see that she's with somebody, we don't go like, huh. But for some reason, the ladies, they do get that jealous eye. They do get that jealous eye. I've noticed even just talking like, you know, with female friends and stuff like that. And they'll say stuff like, oh, he could do so much better. 
He can do better. Look at her. They start judging, and it's just like, ooh, I think I even got a little bit of that last night when we were making conversations about things. It's like, man, sometimes the ladies are pretty, um, pretty, uh, you know, they get the claws kind of come out a little bit. They get a little sharp and come out a little bit when they see who so-and-so is dating, and then they start just going, who's that? <laughs> it's like, hey, it's like, hey, you know, to each their own, okay? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, guys. That's what it is. Yeah, it's just, and then, but when it comes to guys, we just, you know, we just get combative. We get combative. That's what it is. We get combative about shit, about the nerdy shit and stuff like that. So, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I don't know exactly what uh, what was all said and stuff. So, but it, it's just, you, you just, you hear about that. But when it comes to uh, maybe professional, you know, I'm sure it had some, did some things to do with, uh, the black Superman stuff. Uh, I'm sure that had a lot to do. And they were, they, there was probably like a flood of, of, uh, fuck Warner brothers and stuff like that. And, you know, Henry's still very much a professional. So I'm sure there was, you know, there was a lot of that, that he's seen lately. So, um, so I, I that's, that's my guess. When you date someone more, girls try to talk to you. Yeah, when you date someone, more girls try to tell yeah. It's there's a that's a weird phenomenal phenomenal phenomenon, I guess you could say. Uh it's that forbidden fruit. It's, it's the forbidden fruit effect, I guess you could say. That's what it is. What's going on, Eric? Uh Dave, dare to speak about sex behavior. I know. Watch out. Getting canceled many times in here. So sometimes when they try to dash small rumors, it just brings it more attention. Yeah, it does. Kerosene to the flames definitely does. So, yeah, it's just it's it's all interesting. So, yeah, I don't know why Grace has it so much. I mean, I, I heard I, when I when it came to me, uh, you know, yeah, I didn't hear like that. I didn't hear anything like that. I heard like, you know, Cavill was just he's just a, he was just more like, hey, let's just do whatever we want to do. I think uh, when it when it came to him being like gung ho for the reshoots, he was like, "All right, whatever you want to do, let's do this," you know. So he was just gung ho. So that's you know, unlike Ben Affleck, who was like, "Fuck this," <laughs> you know. I think Henry was just like a company man, and he was just being like professional. And then when he saw the final product, he probably went, "God damn it!" <laughs> so you know. And then that's why it's great that he was there with uh, for the initial announcement. So, so good on him. Hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully. Everything works out for him, and uh, you know, when it comes to Henry Cavill, don't listen to what Grace! has to say. <laughs> but it seems like it's funny because you know, when they announced like Enola Holmes 2 and stuff, she was all about it, she's all about like a lot of things when it comes to Henry Cavill, but yeah, but then all of a sudden she'll say some weird things about him, and it's just it, it kind of makes me scratch my head about her sometimes. It's weird, it's weird, it's weird, anyway. So, if you guys seen this uh, Vanity Fair. Uh, video, which is really cool. Um, he basically goes through, goes through his whole career. We're not going to really go through all of it. Uh, some of it, though, was uh, pretty cool. Um, when he talks about certain things, um, like he uh, he talks about, you know, like doing music videos and certain music videos and a lot of stuff like that. It's a really whoa. It's a really good. Uh, uh, okay, what the hell? All of a sudden, my. Uh, phone just went crazy and i thought i got a message from somebody and i was like nope that's not that's weird Ooh, ooh, yazzy just hit a home run motherfuckers looks like the giants are gonna win because they lost last night dummies but yeah it looks like the giants uh top of the ninth four to one cool but uh it's this video right here but yeah he talks about a lot of stuff and i kind of got some I like what he what he says about. I mean, obviously he talks about Dawn of the Dead, but I like what he had to say about three hundred. So let's. Did I? I forgot. I always forget to share the damn audio. <laughs> Not used to that. All right, share the damn audio, Dave. So this right here, I like what he has to say about three hundred. There's a lot of, you know, about shopping it around and and you know who who uh, turned it down. Fucking Warner Brothers. So. See you, old friend. See you, old friend. I brought more soldiers than you did. 300 happened. Um, I, I basically, I shopped it to Warner Brothers. <laughs> and uh, they said that they had a movie called Troy. Which is a good movie, but still. it was a sword and sandals movie. And they said, like, here's the thing we have in our movie. We have a guy named, I don't know if you know, his name's Brad Pitt. <laughs> and, uh, so we, and you have. I don't know if you know this guy. That's cute. 
So I see. I like what he says. Right after dawn, <laughs> we have a guy named I don't know if you Brad know his name's Brad Pitt. And uh, so, what, and you have what now? A comic book? That's cute. That's cute. So <laughs> no, after dawn was successful and and people seemed to like it. That's what started the process of 300. And we shot a test because no one knew what. When I said it's going to look just like the comic book, they were like, "Yeah, but where in Greece are we filming?" I'm like, "We're nope. not filming in Greece. We're filming just against the green screen." And they were like, what? No, that doesn't, <laughs> that's going to be horrible. I shot a test to show them what it would look like. And I even think after I showed it to them, they, they weren't sure what, they were like, okay, you could go try that. And I really was happy with the with the way it turned out. I mean, to this day, you know, people are like 300 crazy. Yes, I, it was very crazy. But yeah, as you could see, um, yeah, exactly. Troy, Troy is not as memorable as 300. Everybody remembers 300, not Troy. So again, Warner Brothers. Even though I think Troy is a good movie. What is that? A Wolfgang Peterson movie, right? It's a good movie. Um, Brad Pitt was a beast, even though I thought he was a little too pretty in that movie. I was like, Jesus Christ, can we rugged, rugged? Can he be a little more rugged? He's a little too pretty in that movie. Um, and I know he like gained all that muscle and stuff like that. But then you had Eric Bana, who was like the rugged one. I guess that's what they're going for. And then he had little and he had little. Um, what's his name? Um, I'm totally drawing a blank on his name. Um, geez. Totally drawn a blank. Uh, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, uh, he was in there, and then you know it's 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 a good flick. I think, but I think it kind of when it gets to the end, I kind of know it, the ending. Kind of, um, kind of just like yeah, I don't know. You kind of know already know what's going to happen with the you know the Trojan horse and everything like that. So yeah, um, and then of course you know he talks about uh, Watchmen and all that. Oh, let's see, where does he talk? I think he talks about Watchmen next, actually. Um, so oops. Oh, an ad, of course. Oh boy. Advanced there you go. With bifidus prebiotic, youthful radiance in seven days. You know, I always find it funny when these actors and actresses do these. Why why is it why do they do perfume and 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 uh and uh, you know why do they do these commercials? And um uh, whatchamacallit, Orlando Bloom, thank you. Why do they do those commercials? The fragrant fragrance commercials. I don't get it. Why is that such a thing? Like big, big time actors. Like, yeah, you got to do, you got to, that's like one of the things you got to do. You got to do one of these commercials, man. Um, anyway, so then he talks about um, Watchmen right here. America's enemies. I'm a huge fan of the uh, of graphic novels. Probably the greatest graphic novel ever written. I knew the material. And when they asked me, I just felt like, I was like, yike, you know, it's, that's big. If you were religious, it would be like someone saying, we should make the Bible into a movie. What do you think? <laughs> you might just be like, I don't know. The thing was, I was sure they were going to make the movie anyway, with or without me. There was just a lot of things that I was like, oh, it's not really correct in the novel. And so the process that I went through when I said I would do it was kind of trying to reinsert as much of the graphic novel back into it. Which he did. In a sort of subversive way over time. Which has become now he brings up a good point too career. at the end here. I really love it, and it, I think it's a bit of a cult classic now. You know, yes, the movie that's probably was made ten years before it should have been made. Right here, ahead of his time. What it says about the genre, you know, I was making it based on this comic book genre, right? Not the movie genre necessarily. The movies have caught up to it. Now I really just want to reach out to Alan Moore and. and I think I really need to have a coffee with him at some point and just explain myself. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Because we all know that Alan Moore was kind of upset with him, right? Because the ending had to change. No squiddy at the end. Um, yeah, so that's kind of cool. I, I mean, I hope they actually do have that coffee together. Please, Alan Moore. You know, to uh, I mean, that makes sense, though. I love the fact that he was, it was like, it was ahead of its time. Because now we have all these comic book movies. And now there's a lot of things, a lot of newer stuff. Like your, 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 the boys, you know, the boys, even Invincible. Or, um, you know, of course, recently, Jupiter's Legacy. Very much, you could compare those to Watchmen now. But he was trying to just go like, well, there's not like this. There wasn't a bunch of superhero movies. So I'm just kind of doing it when it comes to the comic book. You, you got it, it makes you kind of wonder if he didn't make this movie back in 2008 and he was going to make this movie now in like 2022, 23, whatever. How 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 much of it would he have changed, you know, now to be that's what probably not a lot, but you never know what's going on, Teron. 
So I think that was pretty cool. And then, of course, uh, this is where he talks about man, it's, no, no, Sucker Punch. And we don't have to talk about Sucker Punch, um, you know, because it, there's nothing really new with Sucker Punch. Although at the end, he does say that there is a director's cut that has not yet to be seen. And he also makes a, a jab, too, about the, the the sexist comments that 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 he would always get. And he goes, no, I it's all because the culture put 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 those girls in that in those comics or in those uh costumes but i like the fact that he does say that there is a director's cut but let's get to the man of steel part when he talks about christopher nolan again so good so good my friend christopher nolan um <laughs> my friend called me and said hey zach would you have any interest in making a superman movie David Goyer and I wrote a script, um, Superman script, and I don't think I want to do it. Do you have any interest in it? And I was like, yes, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so he sent the script over and, yeah. it, and it was cool. He had seen Watchmen and, and really enjoyed it. I began the process of uh, Man of Steel and um, casting a Superman and trying to say like, what is, what is Superman for now, for us? for our generation like what is superman going to be i'm like here's the guy i want to play henry cavill and henry cavill and then i did the best i could hood man like you see yeah do you see that right there like i think that's what the uh the right there was the uh the running title like the 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 secret title called it was hood man looks like it says hood man yeah think i don't play superman i don't think i've ever noticed that logo and then i did the best i could i was like Filmed him with his cape on, with like flary cool backgrounds. Yeah. I had him standing there in slow motion. <laughs> with the cape See, blocking. he's very meta. He knows. And, you know, he knows. The studio slow motion. Right? And they were like, I, "Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's cool." Watchmen, <laughs> yes, is a, it's a complete cool. deconstruction. Like you took the entire thing apart. I love this right here. You took it completely apart. And then in Man of Steel, the thing was put the car back together. That concept kind of goes across the entirety of the DC, of my DC run. Yes. In the sense that it was an exercise in construction and deconstruction and construction. We were going to take the entire thing apart in DDS. Yes. And put the thing back together in um, Justice League and then take it apart again and put it back <laughs> together again. That was Man. kind of our the way we saw the whole thing going. So, God, I mean, geez. I know I know we've heard that before, just hearing it again though. I mean I mean Justice League two, I mean how great would it that I mean how great would that have been just to see because when you want I mean I and, and it's funny too because I had Justice League on um yesterday and I uh and then last night when I got back home and when I got done with everything I just put on the you know the ending. Like uh, I had it um you know, just for the ending. And I was just like, all right, let's just watch the ending again. And yeah, it's just, it's very much that like everything it's, it does, even though we know that there's other shit out there that's coming, it ends on, you know, a pretty happy note. Then it just makes you wonder, okay, how would he have deconstructed it in justice league too? I mean, obviously we know that he was going to have the female furies show up at the Mascara to F some shit up. Um, but it, but then we, you know, when, when it comes to the whole Batman sacrificing himself too, like how impactful was that going to be? And was that going to be the very end of Justice League 2 or what was going to exactly happen with that? So that would have been uh, interesting to uh, definitely see, man. Uh, what'd you say? Zach made for the best CBMs of all time and the haters can't stand it. Amen. I think that actually deserves, of course, uh, Jose, that deserves a fucking hard bat. Yep, right there. So now we get to, of course, BVS. Where he talks about, of course, he, I mean, he's talked about it where it's like, yeah, Batman, they wanted, you know, first thing when you put Batman on the table, you can't, you can't take it, take it off the table. So after all these years, we finally got you over to Metropolis. We imagined that there would be a world possibly where there would be a sequel to Man of Steel. And I think <sighs> Man when, of Steel too. Um, after the movie came out and there was this discussion of, of going ahead with a, a sequel, it was pretty early in the process that we were like, going to bring batman into the movie once you say that out loud like we should have batman in the movie yeah you can't it's hard get to put it that no. back in the that toothpaste back in the tube you know because like they're like well what a, you ever try to do that cooler guy cooler guy batman. and then there's no that doesn't exist so <laughs> i love that you're kind of stuck with batman now. ben yeah. affleck you don't really need does not exist guys pitch. it was more me convincing ben 
that it was a good idea. Yeah. And he was hesitant, I'll be honest, because, you know, it's Batman and the internet can be cruel, which it was. It's weird that now, this, you know, this huge cry for Ben Affleck to continue being Batman, which is ironic and fun. Yes. Um, I like the cyclical nature of the internet. It's very, it's cool. Um, it's poetic. Truly, in BBS, it really is. So I love that. I love the fact. I love the fact that he talked about that because I think I tweeted out. It was like a, it was a few weeks ago where I tweeted out. You know, back in 2014, how it said fans are rallying together to uh, to get uh, Ben Affleck to you know sign a what those stupid change.org things, whatever the hell petition to sign to get Ben Affleck out as Batman. Now in 2020, we have fan petitions to get more to get him back as Batman and get more of his Batman. So I love the fact that he commented on that. It's really cool. Smashes Superman on the head with the sink and then picks him up and carries him, throws him over the band. So apparently this is his favorite shot. For some reason, and that down shot of Henry when Ben drags him out and his cape just goes across the radiators. And I don't know, for some reason that always, that's one of those shots that I've just always loved. And I just, if I hadn't made it, I would have thought it was cool. <laughs> I okay. would have thought it was cool. What happens oh no, another ad can end up inside. Disinfect your floors with Clorox oh, mopping cloths. They kill 99.9%. It's all right. Germs. It's the leading brand the world works. Germs around. Totally fine. Clorox, guys. I'm sure. Trust I'm Clorox. sure. Up, oh, up. Oh, there it is. There it is. Every you, you guys notice that too. I love the fact that I'm doing commentary on ads also. But uh, you notice that too in Clorox, uh, you know, in, in anything that's a disinfectant, oh yeah, 100%, just to make sure it kills COVID-19, guys, just to make sure. That is a selling point for everything, every cleaning product now, is it kills COVID. Even though now it's been revealed that when it comes to the whole surfaces thing, when everybody was freaking out about surfaces, turns out that's not how the virus is getting transmitted. It's all in the air. It's in the air, mainly, so... But yeah, that's always a thing. That's always a thing. So, um, no, um, I don't do the ad blocker thing because I understand that that's how channels and stuff, you know, that's how people build up their stuff just like I do. Um, so I'm kind of showing, I'm, I'm using, you know, I'm doing commentary on Vanity Fair's video that they worked on, you know, for free. So I'm okay with actually doing that. So I don't do the ad blocker stuff because I get, you know, I get that's just the way the whole business thing works. So that's why I don't do the ad blocker thing. So, so then of course we get to uh, Justice League right here. Um, I should probably turn it back up. When the movie came out in 2017. You know, I was not doing the movie anymore, and they had done the movie. They finished the movie without me. I think there was a guy in Wales who walked out of the movie theater and hashtag and release oh, yeah. on that day of release. Release the Snyder. So, not here, go back to that. Sorry, I was like, re I was reading, I was reading your guys' stuff in 2017. You know, I was not doing the movie anymore, and they had done the movie, they had finished the movie without me. I think there was a guy in Wales, yep, Mr. Mar, and hashtag and released on that day of release, yep. release the Snyder, right? On the day of release, that hashtag was used for the first time. Two years later. So I love that. That's Mr. Marr. Uh, we all know who that is. The Viking, um, who, of course, co-host with Krypton Cage on uh, The Real Motion. Um, he's the one that, uh, yeah, he's the one that uh, started it all, pretty much. Of course, there's going to be people. There's people at certain sanctions of the fandom, which will be like, I beg to differ, sir. But no, I mean, he was essentially the first one to do I think there is actually, I think released this night. I think there was like talk of a Snyder cut that was happening before it happened. But the fact that it happened on the day of is what's really cool about it. Yeah. Movies that mar. Yeah. On his Twitter, man. Good guy. Trigger this. Uh, whoa. Watch out. Watch out, Jose. Watch out. Movies that mar, man. Good stuff. Um, now, when it comes to pre YouTube premium, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong being, cause you don't get any ads right with that. I mean, it's showing the appreciate. That's what's so weird about this whole thing. And that's why I, I kind of go like, I don't mind the ads because I know it's like, Hey, you know, they're, everybody's working to try to, you know, keep, keep the, the lights on when it comes to working on stuff. And, you know, got to show your appreciation for people's work. If that means I have to watch a five second ad, so be it, you know, there's not, to me, there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, the premium stuff, yeah, that's I don't think that's being a sucker or anything. I think you're just showing your appreciation. Just like, uh, you know, no, 
if someone was doing that with my channel or, you know, you're paying you know, the, the memberships and stuff like that. It's appreciation and stuff. So anyways, continue. The anniversary of the movie, November 17th again, there was a huge Twitter campaign that had gone on that was joined by Gal and Jason and Ben and Ray. Yeah, and, it's a good day. Uh, to release the Snyder Cut. And that was when I got a call from the studio to say, what is that? What is the reality? And <laughs> what is that? Look like? And that was when I got the smallest inkling that there was a chance that that could be a reality. First thing they said was like, we want to release the Snyder this Cut. This right here. Ugh. In its raw no. form, unfinished. No. On HBO Max. No. And I was like, no. And I'll tell you why it's a no. It's a no for three reasons. One, yeah. if I release the movie, the internet leaves you alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't Two, do that. If I release the movie in its raw form, you get all your viewers to HBO Max. Yeah. Based on kind of, I don't want to say, just based on this rough version of the movie. And three, uh, this. you get to point at the movie and go, see, it's not that good. <laughs> You're right. Look at how, look at how weird it's like. All those like previs and ugh, it's horrible. So I was like, that's nope. a hard now. I said, well, can I at least come in and tell you what I think the best version of this would be? And so I went in and just kind of pitched them on finishing the movie correctly and Zack Snyder's Justice League and how we could market it and what it would mean to the fans and all that. And then they came over to my house and watched it. They, they no watched it. No one had ever seen, seen it. Again, we start talking about, okay, why was it unwatchable? I mean, I guess when Batman on film got that news, first off, they probably jizzed in their pants because they don't like Snyder. Um, maybe that was just put out there by Warner Brothers. I don't know. Maybe somebody did see like just some kind of assembly cut and already just made the distinction that it was just going to be too Zack Snydery or a blah, blah, blah. But it's just the fact that he said no one's ever watched it before. And uh, I know there was like a debate on back and forth on what exactly he meant by that. I don't know. And uh, let's see what happened to what happened to Fiona. That that's what everybody would actually like to know. Do I hate her? No, but I do kind of wonder what happened to her. She did vanish. She did leave Zach high and dry on that charity stream. So it's one of the things I'll always question about. That'd be one of my first questions. Be like, why did you leave him high and dry? Because those guys, uh, her and. Um, well, uh, what uh, Dr. Chris that Jose is saying, they're the ones that I don't know if you guys know this, but that's how they got in connected with Zach. And then they left him high and dry. So just just, you know, I've talked about that before. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, we don't need to. I mean, I know that's why there's all these people that don't like the fact that he mentioned that it was that tweet. But come on. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. She's like a fart in the wind. They were like, OK, we're, we're inclined to do it. And then the truth is, I think that when the pandemic struck, a lot of the visual effects houses went down because they had no thing to work on. And we had a finished film. And so the kind of stars aligned and they were like, okay, if we do it right now. And that's how it kind of came to be. And I love the material. And so I'm excited for them when they come on set in their costumes. You know, it's cool. I was like, look at you guys. This is so cool. It's like literally a labor of love. You know, He's such a dork. And such a dork. To, when you make something purely for justice, to have it be received well is, re is really the Received reward. well. Yes. What the fans have done for suicide prevention and mental health awareness. If no movie existed, that would be enough. You know, so when I finished the nice. movie, it was just one of those things where I just felt like, I hope I did enough, you know, for the effort because it was such incredible effort that the fans put forward and yeah thank you zach there is an abundance totally and then he talks about army of the dead which you know we've uh, gotten a lot of that in the past week so i just thought i'd go through some of that right there you know it's very well done definitely like it man he's i know he's such a nerd he's such a nerd and like <laughs> i just love that oh man it's just so cool so cool uh, but anyways, um, so yeah, I liked uh, all the stuff that he had to say right there. It's really, uh, yeah, we can uh, hate Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, definitely do. It just sucks, man, because I know he's been talking about, I mean, obviously he talks about what he'd have in the sequel and how they have it all. It's all there. See, that's the thing. It's all there. It is there. There's, you know, Zack Snyder's Justice League was such huge, you know, successful and praised it's like you have all there, even if it's not going to be 100% Snyder at the helm, 
which I you know who knows. And, you know, obviously it'd be a bit into the future before it would actually happen. And there would be a lot of things that you'd have to rearrange again. Yeah. But at the same time, you have it. It's all there. Like maybe there's not exactly a script. I don't know if there's exactly a script. Maybe there is. I don't think he's ever talked about it, about is there actual scripts or is there just outlines and, and storyboards? Um, but it's just, it's all right there. You're already ahead of, you already got it. You know, you're already ahead of the game right there. So it's crazy. It's all crazy. It just sucks, man. And Army of the Dead also got good reviews. I know. <laughs> and that's another thing they passed on pretty much. Okay. And then we find out that of course they passed on 300, right? Or did they do 300? I can't remember who actually did, who did, who distributed, uh, who did uh 300? Was it Warner brothers? It wasn't Warner brothers, right? Or was it somewhere else? I don't even know. Uh, 300. I'm kind of curious about that now. Boop, 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 300. Anybody know that? Let's see. Sequel produced. Who distributed it? I need to go to. Anybody know? Ooh, the Giants won. Was it Legendary? It was Warner Brothers. Okay, so it was Warner Brothers. Okay. So they actually did end up doing it, but at first. Okay. Okay, so then at first, but at first they were like, what the fuck is this? So that one, you know, what's funny is like, I'm looking at the uh, the IMDb. The IMDb currently is at 7.6 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, it's actually fresh, 61%. Metacritic's at 52%. That's that's weird. That's interesting. But I mean, that's 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 really Dawn of the Dead got his name out there, but 300 really put his name on the map when it came to that. I remember when that movie came out. I tell you what, a lot of, like everybody was just all about that movie. Legendary, yeah. Did Zach? Zach was a producer. Zach was a producer on um. Hey Evan, we get it, dude. Relax, <laughs> we get it. Um, yeah, stop typing, man. Um, stop typing, damn it. So Dave can see my question. Yeah, I didn't. I missed your question. Um, let's see, Dave, answer me this: Where the hell did it all go wrong? Was there no communication? Why would Warner Brothers let Zach make these movies to just react the way that I don't know egos? It's all very strange. Like I, I, it, it's. I don't even think Zach knows. Even just talking to him personally, he just. I mean, yeah, he just. He is baffled by their behavior as well when it comes to this stuff. Like, um, I don't know. Maybe it's just because he was just uh, a rebel when it came to being like a studio fuckboy, I guess you could say, and listening to every little thing that they wanted to wanted him to do. I mean, I was even talking about this last night with you know with people that. You know, and it was awesome to hear because I hadn't seen some of my some of my some of these friends in like a year and a half, um, obviously because of the pandemic. So it was nice to get all get together again. Maskless, too, by the way, uh, you know, but well, you had to be. A, yeah, you had to wear your mask going through the restaurant, but then we were outside. So it was all good. But nobody I mean, it was like Palm Springs. Nobody. Everybody's like, what? No mandates anymore. Fine. Anyways. Uh, yeah, we're all you know, we're all just going to start the apocalypse. No, but um. Uh, we, you know, I was talking, uh, especially my friend, Amy, who, uh, who absolutely hated, of course, the, the theatrical version. She was just like, talked about how much she loved it, how, how much she loved Cyborg's backstory. She loved seeing Martian Manhunter, all this stuff because she's very familiar. She's not really familiar with the comic books, but she loves all the animation, all the shows and the, and the movies. So she was just raving about that. So it was, uh, it was pretty awesome to hear that. And the fact that, you know, and then I was kind of like letting them, you know, they were all like asking me questions like, wow, you've talked to, to talk to him and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just kind of funny just like talking where it's like, yeah, why, they even asked the same question. Why would Warner Brothers just be like that? Why are they so shitty towards them? And it's just like, you just don't know. It's it's just such a weird thing. It's just the egos that go around there. And, and I let them, I was also telling her and, you know, other people too that. You know, that he shot two movies, you know, with all these, they wanted him to do like these gags and then he would shoot like something different. You know, he, he essentially shot two movies that he was just kind of a rebel. Maybe that's one of the reasons why they really didn't like him. They don't like him either. Yeah, because it's just he didn't want to listen to studio notes, you know, and I get that. I mean, he's always he's very collaborative, though. That's what's funny is like he's very collaborative. But then when they're pitching him stuff like Lightning Lad or something like that, that that Barry should say or or whether it's the fish line in a in a you know, for now, I hear you talk to fish. And it's just it's just sad because you could actually see that because remember in the theatrical they had they reused the where Bruce like pulls Arthur's head. He goes, but you you really can talk to fish. It's like 
what the fuck, man? When <laughs> it's like they like they that just shows you right there that they laughed, they loved that joke so much, which was a I'm pretty sure a Jeff Johns joke, that they wanted to use it again, that we didn't decide to use it again. You know, later on in the movie. It's just like, what the hell, man? It's just gross. Probably blame him for what happened with yeah, who cares? I was watching Enosh's stream last night and someone brought up the good point. Uh, in my opinion, why would Zach make a three hour BBS movie knowing it, sh it wouldn't be shown in theaters? Granted, almost all of his movies are extended cuts, but still, shouldn't he have known? And who edited that th the theatrical? Well, I'm sure that DJ and all them, like his normal editors did that. I think he always, when it comes to Zach, I think, you know, he's also, you know, in that he's got that rebel mentality of like, if you want me to tell this story, I have, you have to allow me some time. I think he always knew that there was going to be an ultimate edition, maybe. And to me, I mean, going back to, I guess you could say that capitalistic mindset of, hey, yeah, we'll have, well, here's this version right here, but there's going to be a longer, better version later on, you know? So, I mean, I always looked at it as kind of smart in a way because it's like, yeah, they don't want all that out there and it's like and then maybe when when it came to justice league he had that mindset and they didn't like that mindset too of like the fact that he had this super long justice league movie and then maybe the idea of like well we can also pitch it for like you know a bigger one coming out on video i mean it seems like you know as a business sense smart so i don't know and to me i think it's smart i thought it was actually pretty smart to be awesome guys can you uh, uh can you guys send vaccine what ventilators to nepal i don't know if you want ventilators i heard that the ventilators weren't good but i don't know that's random uh very random honestly don't see bbs having less than three hours yeah there's a lot of story yeah three hours was like was like perfect for it i mean it, i mean originally it was three hours and like 15 20 minutes i mean there's still more stuff in there that we hadn't seen but i think he he's perfectly happy with the three hour and what two minutes three hour and one minute whatever it is so, but yeah, there's at one point, three hours and 15, three hours and 20. Titanic was a long movie. Yeah. Zach wanted DC characters to have. Yeah, exactly. But the, the studio is looking at it for how many screens, how many screenings can there be? That's, that's the way they look at it. They look at it that business sense. They're, they're trying to get as much money as possible with the box office. So they're not looking at it like as, oh yeah, but if we release the longer version on Blu-ray, they're not looking at those DVD sales as much as they're looking at the box office. So I don't know. They're dummies. That's all. What can we say? I really want Zach to release the John Stewart Green Lantern footage. Yeah, but it won't be finished. It won't be finished. Um, I don't think he actually has finished footage. He just took a shot like a that still and then had you know them put in all the backgrounds in the suit and stuff like that i don't think he actually maybe i don't know if he'll ever release the raw footage where you actually see all that that'd be pretty sweet but uh release the even more ultimate edition of bbs yeah i mean i just it makes you wonder what's all in there and stuff so didn't care didn't terrio said ultimate edition was the theatrical before yeah I would, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, maybe that, is that what he said? I don't remember. Okay, yeah, if that's what he said, then that's probably, yeah, but then they can, yeah, but I still think it's like smart business-wise, you know, it's like, hey, because it seemed like there was other movies that were doing it too, like, hey, we got the longer cut, the special edition that happened with uh, Suicide Squad 2, you know, Suicide Squad as well. So, yeah, maybe uh, I don't remember if Terrio said that, but if he did, then uh, then there you go. Then then it wasn't like a business decision or something like that. But yeah, I uh, just wanted to say thanks for getting me through. Hey, no problem to run a few months. University, this fandom is the best. These live streams are got. Well, I thank you, man. Appreciate it. Try. Definitely try. Guys, stop comparing the end game. Comparing the end game. And uh, that was the finale of that story. BVS was the second movie. That's true. Very true. And you can't even really compare Justice League, his Justice League to um, Endgame because that's not the final, that's not the final of that tale either. You know, you'd have to compare Justice League 3 to it. That's what's interesting. God damn it, man. You gotta, you guys gotta realize, you know, it's, think about it. Okay, so with this, with this, we got a trilogy right now, right? We got Man of Steel, BVS, and uh, Justice League, his Justice League. 
it's very much to me it's kind of like how it is with uh the original star wars trilogy new hope empire strikes back return of the jedi because that's because you know you got that bridge like bvs is that dark bridge that everything's like you know it, it doesn't end on like the happy note super happy note it ends with a fucking funeral you know there's just so many things you know because there's that deconstruction you know like he was talking about you put it together man of steel take it apart bbs put it together justice league so then we need a justice league two we're gonna get another we're gonna get a justice league bbs more darker and deconstructed and it kind of makes you wonder how many people you know are people gonna be okay with that you know because some that was like the biggest gripe of bbs was the fact that they didn't like to see batman but even though even though it was leading to something better, which it does. I mean, after watching the ending again and even talking with my friends, you know, I was just mentioning that how a lot of people are coming around and going, oh, this is what he was trying to accomplish. And BVS is like, you're going to get these characters, specifically Batman and Superman to this point. And it's, you know, it's so beautifully done. But everybody, everybody wants that instant gratification. Gal said something about that is, uh-oh, wait. Gal got backlash because she stood for her country. Oh, okay. I thought it was like, I thought she said something new today. I was like, uh oh, uh oh. Hopefully she's not in trouble again. <coughs> so, yeah. Davey's still drinking that new. Yeah, this is still, there's still some coffee left. There's like one little sip or like one little drink left. Ugh, good stuff. Uh, all right. I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up, guys. Um, oh boy, here we go again. <laughs> yeah, let's not start arguing about that whole thing. But uh, that's yeah, that's my cue. So uh, anyways, guys, uh, I'll probably do maybe like a box office video later. And we'll, you know, I think they've released some numbers and that'll be I really hope that Netflix releases good like stellar numbers just to make Warner Brothers look like idiots again. Like, hey, look at this original Army of the Dead movie that's that your boy Zack Snyder that you guys were just don't want to do anything more with look what look look at look what's going on I mean this is just box office special event numbers you know that's just I mean yeah they're not going to be like super stellar and high because they were limited screens but still look at the I mean the fan base came out in stride I'm hoping that the numbers are pretty good and then you know hopefully they release the numbers next weekend when we see how many people were you know how many households were watching the damn thing combine those numbers and just it's gonna be great man it's going to be great. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. And uh, I just love it that uh, he just, he's just been throwing that shade over at Warner Brothers like crazy. You know, they tortured him. They're like, I'm not trying to be a pain in the ass with them. Oh, man. It's just great. And like I said, still, guys, still, there's still going to be something. There's still going to be a bomb to drop. There's going to be uh, some bombs that are going to be dropping too, man. And, you know, it's just going to be funny to see the reaction from the certain, certain bloggers and stuff like that. I know there are some people that are still, you know, just it's just it, it doesn't make sense to me why they have it in from and they love Joss Whedon so much. And then Joss Whedon ended up being the creep and they really wanted Zach to be the creep. And they still say Zack Snyder's not a good person, not a good person. And, and you go, what ha what did he do? What did he do to you? What did he do? Like answer that. That's anytime I see that, I just want to go, what did he do to you? Like, how did he hurt you? Because he made a Batman that you didn't like. Is that what he did to you? He like ruined your childhood. If that's the case, anybody who says you ruined my childhood, you didn't have a good childhood. You had a sad childhood <laughs> because anytime I, you know, I, I, it, when it came to um, um, Ghostbusters 2016, female Ghostbusters, I hate that movie. I hate it. And I, but I, do I say that Paul Fagg ruined my childhood? No, no. In fact, he actually made my childhood better because then I go back and thinking about watching the Ghostbusters cartoons and the movies, those movies just made, made me appreciate it just a little bit more. And it's going to make me appreciate the next Ghostbusters maybe a little bit more too. So, but I don't say you're going to ruin my childhood. Get out of here with that. Stop saying that. Stop saying that. I hate that. I hate that phrase. I ruined my childhood. It's like, no, don't let that, don't let that happen. Zach killed him with kindness. I guess so. I guess he does kill him with kindness. So we'll see what happens, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so stupid. Ah, uh, what do you want? Yeah, exactly. To, yeah, that's what you want to say to Warner Brothers after all these numbers and stuff. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What it's do you want? <laughs> they don't even know. They don't even know what they want. That's cool. But you're living in a fucking dream world, okay? <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. It's, I think it's just... 
when he says like I'm not trying to be a pain in the ass, I think I think he really means that, but I think he's like kind of trolling too that little stuff because I think you know when he was you know giving us little tidbits over the years, yeah, I think he was kind of going <laughs> you know, but then it's just kind of funny when I love it that these people do that. It's like when Ben Affleck posted the Deathstroke test footage and then got on a plane, you know, cause he knew what he was doing. He was like, fuck, I'm going to blow up the internet right now. So it's just good stuff. Just good stuff. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Hit that like thumbs up before you leave. Hit that notification bell. Uh, if you want to join film junkie, like I said, I've been doing uh members only vlogs for you guys. You know, I'll, I'll say some other little stuff in there that I don't say live. So please do that. And then of course, if you want to become part of the Patreon, like I said, um, you become part of the Patreon be a patron. Um, I'm going to get give uh, the patrons access to the new merch first and a little discount code too as well. So we want to do that. Uh, you know, whatever help, helps out the pirate ship. And then of course, uh, yeah, the film junkie closet down below, but I'm going to rearrange the closet hopefully tonight into tomorrow and uh, get some new merchandise in there. Like I said, four new shirts or should be going in there and uh, should be good. Should be good. So, all right guys, love you. And uh, we'll talk to you later.